Welcome back to Dartmouth College. It's Thompson Arena here in Hanover, New Hampshire, where our score at the end of one period is Dartmouth leading Merrimack 2 to nothing. This is our first intermission, and it is brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure to stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game. Located down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and Salem, New Hampshire. I'm Mike Mackin alongside John Leahy. Happy New Year, and uh, glad you took this opportunity to join us here. Merrimack taking on Dartmouth in the final game of the Lydiard Bank Classic. And joining us here in the first intermission, it's Merrimack sophomore defenseman Aaron Tippett from Charlestown, Mass. And uh, Aaron, your thoughts on that first period there? It looked like uh, you know some uh, tumultuous moments in the first couple of minutes of play. You guys rode out, rode out the storm, uh, generated a few chances later on in the period, but ultimately Dartmouth is still able to take a two to nothing lead. Yeah, I don't, I don't see us playing our game right now with not our hockey uh, penalty box. You know, it's not good for us. You know, our kills usually great, but some breakdowns there. But I think we're going to pick it up in the second, second and third period is usually our best periods. So I hope we get back to our hockey. But yeah, we get some sparks from the first line there and Christy, Ba, and Huss, but it, all the four lines to contribute to. Yeah, you know, one thing that's been kind of odd for you guys lately, it seemed like your third period's been your best lately. You played well in the third last night. It was your best. Same thing against Army, but it, it comes after you guys are falling behind after two. Seven straight games you've been trailing after two. It's tough to win games when that happens. Definitely. And Coach talks about the ebbs and flows of the season. You know, you're going to have those when it comes to hockey, especially Division One college hockey. Uh, and I, I think that their period's always been our best, like you say. I think that's because the guys put it together. And they figure that we are the better team most nights, and we're just going to put it together most nights. Now going back to the beginning of the season, I mean, it's really strange, right? You started off, you, you were 6-1-2 and two in the first nine. You only lost one of the first nine. Now you've only won one of the next nine. What's happened there? You know, you can't really put a thumb on it. It's, I mean, it's, it's Merrimack hockey. It happened last year to us. You hate to see it, but I think if we get back to what we do in the beginning of the season, you know, and you have to remember, guys are banged up. You know, it's it's mid-season hockey now, and there's no excuses. We don't make excuses for ourselves, so it's just the guys in the lineup have to be ready to play every night. You know, as you said, you've had you guys have had some guys banged up. We were just talking off the air about the Patriots. Uh, you know, they've had some guys banged up too, right? And it's been tough for them. But uh, you know, how do you deal with that situation where it's uh, you know you have some guys? You know, frankly, to be honest, you know, Brett Cini, every, every you know you, you guys kind of you depend on him for some of your offense when he's out for a long time. You know, so that hurts. But uh, uh, you know, how do you try to make up for that and, and try to uh, you know get try to see if you get other guys involved? Whatever it is, everybody I guess has to step up a little bit when that happens. Yeah, and that's it comes with being part of a great team. You know, every guy has to be ready to go. When his number's called, he has to be ready to go. Unfortunately, being at Merrimack, everybody's ready to go at any given night. And obviously you're relying, you know, you keep players like Brett and even Brian. It's but guys are ready to go and ready to take it in on their positions and hopefully they get their opportunities. We're talking with Aaron Titkin, a goal and five assists for you on the year so far, six points. So, uh, you know, the the, the, uh, the hard work, the effort, I think, translating now to more in terms of on the score sheet. But, uh, you know, uh, talk about, you know, when you, from, from when you came into last year as, as a freshman and having to, to adjust to Division One hockey and, and then in the offseason and then coming into this season where it seems like, you know, you stepped your game up uh, to another level. Yeah, obviously it's a big adjustment for me. Uh, playing over in the USPHL. It's a great league, but, you know, it's the only way you get yourself into until you step on the ice here and play Division One hockey. So, uh, fortunately, my work ethic kept me going, and uh, just my mindset towards it and the coaching staff and my teammates. Um, and this 
year I continue to keep taking that step forward and I think comes with confidence. Last year I was a little on my heels and uh, you know almost doubting myself at times and I think this year it's, I'm much more confident out there and you know it, it's going to continue throughout the rest of the season. I think a bunch of the guys, you know a bunch of the guys who were freshmen last year and not coming to this sophomore year, they're kind of adjusting a little bit better. Uh, so it's not just me, it's definitely the whole team but personally I, I'm just taking what's given to me and I'm earning my spot every single night. And, and it's true for the guys that are freshmen this year, right? Uh, I mean, I guess to a certain extent you probably have to go through it to, like, like you did to really understand it, but is it something where you can talk to the other guys that are the freshmen, you can tell that maybe they're struggling a little bit, and you can say, hey, listen, stay at it. That's what I did. I know what I know what you're going through. Yeah, I mean, it comes from a leadership perspective, too. You know, it's anybody can be a leader on any single team. Um, and just the younger guys, you see guys struggling, I'm usually that guy be like, hey, come on, pick it up, let's get it going. Um, because I've been through that. I've been through that. I know a bunch of guys have been through that. And fortunately, I've kept my head on straight. And I know most of these freshmen will keep their head on straight if they, you know, in and out of the lineup. But it's definitely an adjustment. They have to recognize that, that this is a whole other level and probably the best conference in the country when you think about it. So it's, it's a privilege to be here, and I know they get that. Well, you guys got a chance during the Army trip. Uh, you spent a couple extra days there and went to New York City, saw Ground Zero, uh, and, and, you know, just a, that whole trip. Uh, take us through the trip, the things that you guys did, and what kind of, uh, of an impression it made on you. Well, personally, it was my first time going to New York City, just New York in general, uh, and it was mind-blowing. And first of all, just going on to the West Point campus, it's state-of-the-art facilities. It's it's unbelievable. The rank, you know, just the hotel we stayed in, I think five presidents stayed in there before us, you know, so it's it's something special and, you know, the guys are really taken back by the whole Crown Zero Museum. And are you like a, you know, a student of history? I mean, I mean, you know, just being on that campus at Army and thinking about what's the, the history that's happened and the history of our country, it's amazing. So, look, my grandfather's a history buff, you know, he, he, you can give him any general of any war, he'll, he'll name it, he'll name his birthday, his parents, and, you know, just telling him about it, it, it it's, it's a very special experience and I, I know we all live 2001, September 11th, it's, it, it's, uh, it's kind of mind-blowing to see that and just know that many people were taken there and the museum's amazing I know a bunch of the guys are taken back by the recording studio there and just everything that went into making that and makes you take a little look at life and kind of cherish a little bit more you know you know I, I haven't had a chance to be to, to make it to ground zero yet can you tell us a little about what that's like what that museum's like yeah so it's basically where the trade centers were they have four walls and it's basically a waterfall and it, it almost goes into like this hole that's endless like you can't see the bottom of it the water just keeps flowing into it and I think that's kind of symbolic, you know, and uh, you walk into the museum, it's, it's not a huge museum, you know, you think it'd be bigger, but inside it, it just takes your breath away, it's it's a lot more than you think, you know, there's a recording studio of uh, what people were saying on that day, phone calls being made home, uh, just the facts of the whole day in general, um, and they also have a room where it just tells you about every single victim that was taken there, and you know, it tells them about their life, and I think there's close to 3,000, I think there's 2,997, I think, or something along those lines, and they have pictures of all the people, just, you know, belongings from them and it's something special. Well, Aaron, thanks a lot for joining us. We appreciate your time. Glad you guys had a chance to, you know, to, to add that to your trip there to Army, too. It's something that seems like, you know, uh, hopefully uh, the future Merrimack teams are able to do that on a periodic basis as well. But uh, before I let you go, I just want to get your thoughts quick here. Second period, um, what do you guys need to do here to turn it around? We need to come out and start hitting, playing the body, playing more physical. I know the guys will do that. Uh, I have no doubts. We're going to compete. Our compete level is low right now. We definitely have to start competing a little bit more, so I look forward to that. All right, Aaron, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it. Good luck the rest of the way, too. Thanks, Mike. All right, Aaron Tickham from Charlestown, our guest here in the first intermission. Our score, Dartmouth 2, Merrimack nothing. Back with more after this. This is Warrior Hockey.